Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Creative Space Podcast. I am your host, Megan Garcia, and today I want to talk about how we have weaponized friendship in the online space for the use of marketing in sales. This is something that I have been struggling with for a really long time, and I finally figured out this week like why I struggle so much with this. As like some background and like some preface information, I am an Enneagram 2. And if you don't know what that is, the Enneagram is a personality test and there are nine types. Enneagram 2s are the characteristic helper. They are people who are very invested in the well-being of others. They are usually the caretakers. Um, They care very, very deeply about their friends, their family, um, and even people that they don't know quite often. And anyone who knows me um, personally, in real life, anything like that knows that I am an Enneagram 2 through and through. And because of this... I've always had a really hard time with the idea that instead of going into like, you know, talking to prospective clients or like DMing people or things like that, like instead of going into it with the idea of like gaining them as a client, you should go in with the idea of gaining a friend and looking for friendship and things like that. And that just always felt super off to me and I could never explain why and part of it that I've like, you know, I've talked to a few people about this. Part of it is that I like, truthfully, like that's not what friendship is to me. And that's why I think I struggle so much with it is that like friendship is so, um, so complex and something that I feel is so sacred as well. Like if you are my friend, you are my friend. Like I'm not going to try to sell to you or I'm not going to um, put you in a position that might make you feel uncomfortable. Like if you are my friend, um, you are my friend. And that is very, very sacred to me. And I don't feel comfortable trying to sell to my friends. So when people are like, yeah, you need to head into like these conversations with the idea that like you're making a friend, like it, it just never like clicked for me, made sense for me, and it doesn't work for me. And a big part of this is it's because I believe that we have weaponized friendship in the online space for the use of our marketing in sales. And the way that I was able to put this together um, has been with the, all of the drama online surrounding Rachel Hollis. Um her entire brand is based on being relatable and being everyone's friend. And she uses that in her marketing and in her sales to get people to buy her things, regardless of whether or not they're good things. Um, that is how she sells to people. That is how she sells to people is by making you think that you are her friend. And I've noticed this trend that this is actually mostly done by white women. And I believe that this is for a few reasons. Um, The first is, is that it's easier to sell when you feel like you can trust someone. Um, Building a personable brand where you are everybody's friends makes it easier to sell. It makes it easier to sell Um, and it makes it easier to build and cultivate trust. And I say trust with like air quotes around it because 
trust is something that like you can't really cultivate through Instagram posts and like likes and things like that. Like you really like trust is so much more complex than that. Um, but we do gain this sense of trust with people, um, when we see them online. The next reason is that it's also a lot easier to get away with bullshit when you are seen as a friend instead of a business owner or a leader. Um, it's a lot easier to ask for grace and forgiveness when you are seen as everybody's friend and not as someone who has been taking their money um, in exchange for a service or a product. It is a lot easier for Rachel Hollis to fuck up and fuck up again and again and again and for people to continuously call for grace for her because they feel like they're her friend. They feel like they have some personal connection to her when in reality they actually don't know her at all. We just know what she puts online and as we've learned over the last few years like what you put online is not the end-all be-all of who you are as a person, your values, um, and what, what happens when the cameras are off. And the last reason that I think that this is really done is because that it it blurs the client business relationship, um, making it easier for people to to stay quiet about their experience because they're friends with that person, right? Like, oh, like they're my friend, so like I'm not really like like I had like kind of a shitty experience with them, but like I'm just gonna stay quiet, right? Like it's not a big deal. Um, I follow. Someone who I follow that has helped me put these pieces together is Rachel K. Albers. Um, and I'll tag her in like the podcast notes and everything so you guys can go follow her on Instagram. She's amazing. She has helped me see this from a bunch of new perspectives. Um, but she always says like good girls share for the affiliate money and stay quiet. And she's been sharing about how a lot of these celebrity entrepreneurs make their clients sign an NDA saying that they will never speak out against the program. Um, and that is wrong for so many reasons, for so many reasons, but it's, it, is it seems okay to the people that are signing on to this, right? Because because they're friends, um, because they're friends, and it like, why wouldn't I want it? Like, I want to support my friend, right? So like, yeah, I'll, like I even though I had like kind of a bad experience, like I will still like remain quiet and just take the affiliate money because it's easier that way. And like, it would start a lot of stuff. And like, I just I don't have the space or capacity for it. Whatever. What it comes down to is that we have been sold this idea of fake friendship in the online space. Most of these connections that we create are online are based in this fake friendship. Um, this idea that like we like, you know, we know, like, and trust each other. Um, and so because of that, we will, we will buy each other's things. Um, and this is why it feels so gross and icky when people cold DM us or ask us a million personal questions up front or are constantly DMing us or, you know, any of those things. Like, it just doesn't feel totally authentic no matter how hard you try. Um, even if you go into it with the idea of, like, being someone's friend, like, it still doesn't come off, like, 
like super genuine. Um, it is really like this fake idea of friendship that we are being sold online and it's being used in marketing and it's being used as a sales tactic to get us to buy things that we might not necessarily even need. And this fake friendship is so powerful, especially in the time that we're living in now where we're all so isolated. We do not have the same amount of in-person connection that we once did. We do not have our same routines that we once did. Um, we are we are more isolated than we've been in a really long time. And so creating this idea of friendship and of relatability is super appealing to a lot of people who have lost that, who are feeling really isolated, who really need a friend, who really are looking for someone who feels like they see them. We are being that those feelings, we are being sold to, capitalizing upon those feelings to to help meet someone else's financial goals. And it feels kind of shitty. Like when the idea, like when the idea of friendship is to help you meet your financial goals, like that doesn't feel really good, does it? It doesn't to me. Um, and I just, I feel like we can do it differently. We can, it does not have to be this way. So what can we do? Instead of heading into this online space to make friends, I think it's really important that we recognize that true connections take a long time to make and to maintain. Um, there's a reason why, you know, friendships fizzle out in real life and it's because friendships are hard to maintain um, and they're also hard to make. Like making true, amazing friends is hard sometimes. It really is, especially for those of us who are, you know, low energy or they're, we're really introverted or um, we have extreme social anxiety. Like heading into this online space and making and maintaining friendships is a lot harder than people make like make it out to be. Like it, it is not simply that easy. It truly is not. Um, so the next thing that we can do is understand that in businesses, we are providing a service or a product and selling is a part of our very existence, especially for those of us that have built a personal brand. We are our brands, but we are also human. We are also human. And as a service or product provider, we need to know that our humanness does not excuse us from being held accountable. As someone who has invested in multiple products and multiple services, the best products and services that I have ever invested in were from companies that were able to admit their shortcomings and be accountable for them and pledge to do better. As service providers, as product providers, as business owners, we need to be accountable for our actions and for how we walk through the online space. And we need to establish that clear boundary of being a business. Mixing friendship into that really blurs that line, which makes it harder for some people to feel like they can hold you accountable, which is not fair. That is not fair to prospective clients um, in your audience. That's not fair to your community and that's not fair to your friends either. So understanding that you are human and that 
while you are, you know, a business owner, um, a service provider, you are a product provider, whatever it is, you are also human. But that also does not absolve you um, or automatically grant you grace when you need to be held accountable. And the last thing that I really feel passionately about is that instead of focusing on making friends in the online space, we should just focus on being human, making human connections, having human moments. Um, And if we make friends along the way, that's awesome. That's great. Um, But that shouldn't be our goal. Our goal is to, you know, build a business that we that we love, that supports us, that sustains us, and that also is genuine to who we are and is conscious about how we move through the online space and conscious of the feelings of others. To me, that is way more relatable and genuine than trying to be everybody's friend is just being a human and existing how you are in the online space. I think that's kind of the end of my rant. I do I do want to share that a lot of my thoughts are not like new thoughts. I'm not the first person to come up with these thoughts and these ideas. Um, a lot of these have been kind of solidified and presented to me by some really amazing women in the online space. Um, some really amazing women and some really amazing just individuals as well. And so I want to um, shout out Rachel K. Albers again because she has really helped me kind of solidify why I felt so bad about so many of these things that I just didn't know why I felt that way and I didn't know what to do about it. And also Rachel B. Turner, who has a book out called Human First, um, all about, you know, it's it's human stories with some business musings. I have not ordered my copy yet, but I have loved watching her market it and I've loved watching um, all of her stories, reading all of her posts, reading her blog posts, doing all of that good stuff. And she's also helped me realize that business can be done in a different way. It really can be. And so I am so excited to keep continuing these solo episodes where I come on and share some marketing musings, um, marketing strategy, marketing tips. I will be sharing all sorts of things for marketing um, on my solo episodes that are happening every other week. I just really felt like I needed to share um, share this and get it out there. So that is why you got an extra episode this week. But I, um, yeah, I just appreciate you all so much for listening. If this resonates with you, please share with a friend. Please leave a review of the podcast wherever you are listening. Um, It would really mean the world to me. And thank you so much. I hope that you have the best day ever and we'll see you again next week.